warm blanket. 24-hour shifts aren't so bad, if you know how to keep yourself busy. Gallo isn't good at sitting around and staring at the wall, Lucia is fun to test freeze tech with, but only for so long, you know? Eventually your fingers start to burn numb and the green sludgy fire retardant stinks up your nose and the novelty wears off real fast. Downtime is never long anyways, especially back when the mad burnish were running around. It's busier now. Gallo works two back-to-back -back 48 hours after the crash of the ship, but Gallo isn't thinking of it as a job in so much as saving all the thousands of people affected by Craze Batchet Parnassus project. There are countless injured outside the city as well, cause duh, fallout from a city-sized ship crashing into the earth is a no-brainer, even for someone like Gallo. It's long days, rough, depressing work, but that's okay. It's easier to busy himself in helping others, rather than sorting out the own mess in his heart. Lyo hurts him most of all. These weeks have been brutal, and Lyo has appointed himself as head of ex-Burnish refugee and humanitarian efforts, and that's a load of politics that makes Gallo's head spin. He gets the gist of it, it ain't gonna be easy to undo 30 years of segregation and warmongering and fear, even if the Burnish aren't really Burnish anymore. Even if they weren't at fault to begin with. Ignis keeps riding Lyo's ass about going home to catch some Zeds, but Lyo has set up operations in the corner of their common room and it doesn't look like he's going anywhere soon. We're working tight with the temp, Ignis says, arms crossed, hip up against Lucia's workbench. She's young, but eager to help. We can get you a sanctioned apartment at the least. I can't accept that. Not when so many of my brothers and sisters are going without, Lyo says, straightforward as always. Ignis never repeats himself, and Lyo never folds. So Gallo continues to watch Lyo work tirelessly in the corner of their rescue tower, and Gallo's burning solakes for the pain in Lyo's eyes. Gallo may be an idiot, but he's not stupid. I'm not a firefighter, Lyo says, but spends all his free time in the burning rescue building, organizing death records and filing paperwork for government pensions and sitting knee to knee with his generals, scratching their heads about where they're going to move all the displaced people. It makes the most sense for Lyo to be here. The media is um, not friendly out there. Gallo likes people. He likes cameras and answering simple questions, but they're so cold to Lyo. So bizarrely cruel and unforgiving, throwing big words around like terrorist and deranged and mentally unstable, which Gallo finds super wrong and messed up. He'd go out and fight them all personally, but Ignis said um, no. They're safer here anyways. Gallo sure as hell won't let any stinky reporter sneak into headquarters, nor Wilena or Ignis or Varys or anyone else here. Gallo is tired, and that's good, he likes when his muscles hurt. That's how you know you're doing your job right. He peeks in the common room sometimes, just to see if Lyo is still there. He always is, eyes ringed red and black, flipping through pages and making phone calls and when he isn't. He's out with the rescue team, pulling people trapped week-long under rubble, handing out rations and sitting hip to hip with the children on the sidewalk. Gallo isn't sure if he's ever seen Lyo sleep. Hey, Aina knocks on his forehead like a door, and Gallo startles. Anyone in there? Oops, Gallo blinks. You were saying things again, weren't you? Aina sighs, I was talking about dinner. Did you hit your head a little too hard today? Only the right amount, Gallo tells. His brain then catches up, wait? Dinner? Is Varys cooking? Ah, duh. Oh thank god. Rumi about killed me with the tofu yesterday. It's healthy, Rumi argues. Aina gives him a rare unfortunately I agree with Gallo look, where her mouth goes all pressy and her eyebrows wonked, and Remy sighs. Hey Lyo, 
Gallo beams, gripping the back of his chair and tugging playfully. Come eat. You're gonna get a flat ass from all that sitting. Lyo gives him a scandalized look, and Maze and Guerra start to laugh. No, Lyo says. We're about to hand out dinner rations. We got it, boss, Guerra says. You haven't eaten all day. What? Gallo gasps. That's just wrong. I'm fine. Come on, Aina beckons. I'll save a spot at the table. Gallo hooks an arm under Lyo's armpit and hauls him up with a grin. Lyo bristles like a cat, swatting his hand and frowning, but Gallo has learned not to take offense. Lyo is cold by appearance, but warm in subtler ways. Make sure you visit the tents by the Green District, Lyo demands. Aye aye. Lyo walks stiffly by his side, following Gallo without another word. Gallo can see his brain working too hard, and Gallo racks his own to find the right thing to say, and comes up short. Lyo is under a lot of stress. Hey, Gallo gets it, but sometimes, he wishes. Well, he doesn't know exactly what. If you're lucky, you might get to try Varys's hot dog sundae, Gallo says. Lyo blanches, eyes going wide. His what? Trust me, you have not lived yet. Everything you've eaten until now has been a lie. I think I'll pass. If you ask me, I just think you're afraid to live deliciously. Lyo blinks for a long second, and Gallo perks up at the flash of humor in his eyes. He turns his gaze down to the floor, and almost smiles. It sounds like food poisoning just waiting to happen. Gallo laughs and slaps him on the back, and Lyo's form doesn't move, sturdy as a rock. Gallo is selfish, he'd do stupid things just to see Lyo smile. You'll learn soon enough, my friend. The mess hall is loud and bustling and smells like pizza and gravy, and Gallo tries to include Lyo in the conversation, but he's a little more reserved than usual. It's okay, because Gallo is satisfied just watching Lyo eat something. Damn, he's starting to sound like Kana. Gallo grunts and rolls his shoulder, walking through the garage bay as he fights through tossed trenches, forgotten robot parts and messily parked cars. He cannot for the life of him find the new Mato prototype that Lucia made him. Yes, technically he's supposed to be off for the next two days but he really wants to mess around with the prototype tomorrow, even though yeah okay he's kinda low on groceries and laundry and maybe he should work on his bills but also Lucia said the prototype had a new gun mechanism which hell yes he's going to take that to the shooting range and fuck with it. Gallo accidentally kicks a paint can, and freezes as it echoes around the garage. Ignis will have his ass for dinner if he catches him here on a day, night, what time is it? Off. So Gallo creeps around quieter this time. He hunts through the containers on the back of the fire truck. When he comes up empty, he moves onto the lockers. Quickly throwing open cabinets, Gallo opens, closes, opens, closes, and finally steps up on his toes, and pats around the top hanging door. It all happens a little too fast. Gallo whaps his hand around the shelf, there's a very dignified yelp, and suddenly Gallo is nursing a black eye. Shit, Lyo peeks over the edge of the shelving. You scared me. Woe Gallo recoils, pressing a hand to his eye. Nice arm. That kinda hurt. Um. Lyo blinks, and then Gallo starts to process what just happened. Wait, what are you doing? Gallo leans up on his toes, Lyo slides back up against the wall, and Gallo blinks as he sees an old paramedic blanket and an orange jacket wadded up for a pillow. Are you sleeping up here? S-H-H. Lyo. Go away. You, no way dude. Why are you napping in our garage? I gave Maze my bunk. Now shut up and leave. 
Gallo drags the bench over and steps on it, now I level with Lyo's little hidey hole. It looks cold and dirty and what the hell, Gallo would never let any of his friends live like this. Does Maze know you're here? Um. Gallo starts to laugh, covering his mouth when it echoes. He shakes his head, Big Boss is sleeping in a cabinet. That's incredible. Lyo's eyes darken, I've slept in worse. Gallo feels a sliver of guilt, but stomps over it with determination. He smiles, grabbing Lyo by the thigh and yanking him towards the edge. Come on, you need some real shut-eye. I don't, Lyo hisses. I just need to close my eyes for a second. That's called sleep, man. Shut up, don't Lyo inhales as Gallo pulls him off the shelf by his hips, and lands him on his feet. He blinks up, and Gallo can't help but smile down at him. He always wants to smile at Lyo. How cute, sleeping in a garage so his general can have the bunk bed. Gallo could just squeeze him to death and the maybe pat his fluffy hair and probably get kicked in the nuts for it. I have a super comfy couch, Gallo tells, urging Lyo towards his bike at the edge of the garage. I spent six months breaking that baby in. I've had very sleep on it and everything. Big guy approved. It's fine, Lyo tugs, albeit without intention. Gallo knows Lyo is capable of landing him on his ass if he really wanted to, and that thought makes him feel weird, so Gallo shoes it away. You don't have to bother. Not a bother at all. What are friends for, right? Lyo stares at him blankly. Gallo stops walking to stare back at him. He has these sparkly pink eyes that still, amid their exhaustion, burn with the hottest fire Gallo has ever seen, and he's seen so many. Like, at least a hundred fires. Lyo's voice is deep, too smooth to reverb round the garage. We're friends? Taken back, Gallo nearly hesitates. He slaps Lyo on the shoulder instead, again pushing him towards the bike. Well we are now. Just you wait, I'll be the best friend you've ever had. Gallo Timo's, best friend extraordinaire. Lyo exhales, almost a laugh if Gallo decided to look into it, and he tugs Gallo by the waistband. Wait. Let me grab a couple things. That's a yes if Gallo has ever heard one. He nods, and Lyo steps back into the building, and Gallo waits stubbornly on his motorcycle. Lyo does come back. There's a bag over his shoulder, black and almost indistinguishable against the rest of his outfit. He still fits so strangely in their little burning rescue family, but he's a good fit nonetheless. Gallo selfishly wants to see him in an orange jacket, maybe just once. Okay, Lyo says. Hop on, Gallo calls, and he knows Lyo is experienced with bikes, but even if he didn't, it would be obvious from the way Lyo confidently slides onto the back, weight evenly balanced as he grips a hand on Gallo's shoulder and waits. Gallo tells himself not to get distracted by the heat at his back. He flips his kickstand and revs out of the garage, and Lyo leans with him when he turns, and for a moment, Gallo thinks of giant robots, and the feeling of fire at his neck. Uh, I would have cleaned if I'd known. No you wouldn't have, Lyo says easy. He steps into Gallo's apartment like he's done it a thousand times, but then again, Gallo has never seen Lyo seem unsure of anything. Except maybe, once. I've seen your locker. Fair enough. Well, me casa es su casa. The couch is over there, help yourself to anything in the fridge, Gallo bites his tongue in surprise. Time slows to a horrible standstill, and Gallo is suddenly aware of how gentle Lyo is capable of being. He's looking up at him with another expression Gallo can't read, but Lyo is cupping Gallo's cheek, finger sweeping across his bruise with regretful tenderness. Sorry, Lyo whispers. It's, 
Gallo exhales, but Lyo is then gone, bent down to unbuckle the 300 snaps on his boots and meandering through his apartment. Gallo touches his own black eye, still stuck in his head, but slaps himself out of it, bounding after Lyo after he rounds the corner. Feel free to use the shower, Gallo points. It screams before it gives you hot water, so don't be alarmed. It's just saying hello. Lyo gives him a look, but doesn't make any comment. He sets his bag down on the couch and walks straight to the bathroom without another word. Gallo swallows, and scratches the back of his head. He's kind of a puzzle, isn't he? Okay, it's still three in the morning, blankets. Right, right. Gallo hunts through his closet for the shit Aina usually uses when she crashes. He sets the blanket and the pillow on the couch, and wipes his hands on his pants nervously. He tries to sweep some of the trash off the coffee table and closes the blinds so the sun won't wake Lyo up first thing. Gallo can hear the shower running already, so he figures he can wash up in the morning. His eyes are starting to go dry anyways, so he walks up to the bathroom door and hesitates. Um, Gallo starts. Good night. My room is on the left if you need anything. No response. That's cool. Gallo retires to his room and chucks off his clothes and falls asleep to the sound of water rushing through the pipes. At least he can rest knowing Lyo is no longer sleeping in a garage cabinet. Wait, no. Gallo is desperately trying to figure out what's wrong with this picture. He woke up feeling pretty good. Hey, no work today, still couldn't find the motto, but he filled up on gas yesterday and the sun is up and dash. And Lyo still looks miserable. Morning. Gallo greets, stretching his arms above his head. You're up early. Lyo looks like he's been here a while. Papers are spread out along Gallo's kitchen table, and here's one of the burning rescue tablets propped up against Gallo's dead houseplant. There are still dark circles under his eyes, and his skin looks pale, and he's in the exact same outfit as yesterday, and Gallo has a realization. Lyo doesn't own things. Like, clothes and paraphernalia. It's likely he's living off of a small ration pack of toiletries, just as he has the last 30 years in hiding. Lyo's bag was full of paperwork. And Lyo never had a home to put things in, even if he wanted to. Lyo looks up at him, and a if Gallo could just make him smile. If Gallo could just, just see the way Lyo looked at him after they saved the world, just one more time. Lyo's voice is deep and smooth. Did I wake you? Nope. You hungry? Not particularly. Lies, Gallo says, opening the fridge. I've got toast and eggs. Shit I actually need to go to the grocery store today. You don't need to make me anything, Lyo says, typing into the tablet. Sure, Gallo beams, and makes him breakfast anyways. It's not fancy or nothing, but Lyo looks up at him gratefully when Gallo slides a warm plate towards him. Thank you. You can take the bottom shelf in the bathroom, Gallo says, eating messily over the sink. And that top drawer under the TV. Just toss that crap aside, s just movies varies keeps giving me. Lyo looks at him and lifts an eyebrow. Am I moving in? Well I'm not going to let you live on a shelf, Gallo teases. Lyo rolls his eyes and bites his toast. It was just for one night. It's a comfy couch, I snit. Lyo relents, and Gallo counts that as a win. I'm gonna run errands, Gallo tosses his keys up and catches them. Any food requests? How responsible, Lyo says dryly. Color me impressed. I'm very responsible. My burning. Yes, I know, Lyo replies, and this time the look in his eyes is fond, and Gallo realizes he's screwing with him. 
I don't need anything, thank you. Don't go anywhere, Gallo points. Or do, I don't care. I used to keep a spare key above the fridge but Lucia swallowed it and, yeah, don't ask. Lyo snorts once behind his hand, shoulders shaking a little, and a knot ties in Gallo's chest. He buys enough food to last a couple of weeks, and secretly tries to think up meals that'll impress Lyo. He also subtly buys a pack of toothbrushes and soap, a little unsure of what exactly Lyo does and doesn't have. Gallo is happy that Lyo is still there when he returns. He's working on his tablet, eyebrows pushed together in concentration, and Gallo wants to smooth out the wrinkles with his thumbs very badly. His apartment isn't huge, cause firefighter pay isn't luxurious much, but their paths don't cross a lot anyways. Lyo leaves that afternoon to visit the refugees, and Gallo wants to go with him, but he's not sure if it's any of his business to. Gallo isn't the hesitant type, but this is different, more personal stuff. He just wishes Lyo didn't look so tired. A purple toothbrush appears next to Gallo's orange one. They start working the same shifts. 24 on, 48 off, but both of them are pretty shitty at the not working thing. Lyo goes on burning rescue shifts while at the station, and does his paperwork non-stop at Gallo's apartment, and Gallo rides his bike and punches bags at the gym and practices at the shooting range and tries not to hover over Lyo's shoulder like a dog. He still kinda does though. Lyo doesn't tell him to go away, so Gallo sits at the table and watches him read. Lyo tucks his hair behind his ear, deceptively soft and sweet. If only he didn't look so unbearably exhausted. Do you like sushi? Gallo asks, head in hand. I think so. It's been a long time, Lyo answers. I'm thinking of learning how to make it, Gallo says. I've tried a couple times, but the paper always comes out lumpy. Aina made sushi for group lunch last week, didn't she? Lyo asks, without looking up. Ask her to teach you. Gallo grins, happy that Lyo remembered something small like that. Yeah, but Aina doesn't have the patience for that type of stuff. I'd end up with a fish ground up my ass. Lyo gives a surprised laugh, slapping a hand over his mouth and forcing his expression neutral again, and Gallo leans back on the two legs of his chair and cackles. Still not a part of the rescue team huh? I'm not a firefighter, Lyo tells. He's not burnish either, but neither of them say it. The only reason Gallo notices, is because it's the first time he's ever seen Lyo not in black leather. Which, okay, he's not gonna complain. It's skin tight and sort of sexy in a way that Gallo didn't consider sexy to begin with but Lyo has these long legs and a cinched waist and dash. Is that my sweatshirt? Gallo asks. Lyo stares at him, face still red from the shower, and rolls up the sleeves on the ridiculously large blue hoodie. Maybe. Okay, Gallo nods. Why? My clothes are in the washer, Lyo explains, pattering back over towards the kitchen table barefoot, and okay, okay okay okay. Gallo's brain is in totally pure and wholesome places but he is so absolutely sure that Lyo is not wearing underwear. Which makes sense, Lyo doesn't own a lot of clothes, everyone needs to be clean yes yes but that is his sweatshirt and it looks so big and oh lord Gallo's brain might melt out of his ears. We need to get you some more clothes, Gallo says. God, Lyo's legs are so strong and smooth. Says the one that never wears a shirt. I do too wear shirts, Gallo huffs. They always burn off me. So unfortunate, Lyo replies airily. I don't have money for frivolous stuff anyways. All the government donations are going towards those in need. Oh, speaking of. Gallo pats around his pants, and then darts into his room to pat around his other pants, until he finds a white envelope. 
He skips back to the table, where Lyo has already folded himself up in the chair and Gallo's eyes do not go straight to his legs because Gallo is a man with honor. This is from Ignis. He said you wouldn't accept it if he gave it to you. Lyo raises an eyebrow and takes the letter. He looks at the front and the back, and then slides his nail under the seal. What is this? A check for the hours you worked this month. Burning rescue hours, anyways. Lyo freezes and narrows his eyes. I said dash. Yup. Gallo cuts off, but you still helped us with the schoolhouse fire and the ex-Burnish first aid and the outer city cleanup and you saved the world with the greatest firefighter in history so like, it'd be wrong not give you something. Lyo takes a look at the check number, and then sets it back down on the table. His expression is unreadable, so Gallo claps him on the back and passes his way towards the couch. Don't pout, you can keep wearing my hoodie. I don't mind. Like you get any use out of it anyways, Lyo teases, and Gallo smiles ear to ear. He thinks about Lyo's mouth a lot. Probably too much. Lyo is clever, a perfect addition to the team, surprisingly strong and stubborn and willing to jump right in the action alongside Gallo. Lucia likes to talk meshes with him. Gallo never understands much of her rambling, but he does like new tech, so he lets them nerd out together and hopes good, big crushy, things will come of it. Lyo talks too low to overhear, but Gallo watches his mouth anyways, and feels guilt build in his stomach. He knows how soft his lips are. He knows how perfectly Lyo's neck fits against his palm. Gallo wonders if Lyo remembers. He hopes he doesn't. He also hopes that he does. There are still house fires, still car accidents, still emergencies that keep their day-to-day -day schedule full. Gallo attacks every fire with his burning soul, he likes the heat of it on his face, likes feeling his suit push itself to the limit as he pilots through a burning high-rise. Varys and Rumi are thirty floors below. Gallo extinguishes a room full of flames, busts open a window and climbs twenty more floors to the people trapped in a storage room, and a new feed pops up on his window. There's a backdraft up there. It's spreading to the upper floors. Gallo grins, climbing through another window and extinguishing flames with his suit. When are you finally going to get back in a suit again, Lyo Foshia? You're missing out on all the fun. Lyo gives him an unimpressed look, and he bats off Lucia's pestering. Focus, Gallo. Don't be afraid. Gallo yells, throwing open the storage door. Your hero has arrived. There are universal sighs through the comms. But Lyo's feed is the one Gallo keeps obsessively checking, even when he tries not to. Sometimes, Lyo will half smile when he thinks Gallo isn't looking, and it makes his heart do a variety of silly things, and Gallo is probably addicted to it. The feeling is warm, smooth, like tiny flickering fires in his chest, and Gallo knows what it means. He just doesn't know what to do about it. Gallo Timos. Is it true that burning rescue is housing terrorists? What is your opinion on the Cray Foresight trial? Do you think him innocent? It's speculated that ex-Burnish refugees will steal jobs and collapse the Prompolis economy. Do you believe this to be true? No more questions, Ignis says, and pushes Gallo quickly off the stage. I don't want this, Gallo's voice wavers. He nearly trips over his feet as Ignis crowds him in the building, cameras flashing behind him. I just want to talk about helping people. I know, Ignis says, and keeps an arm around his shoulders. Gallo feels so much righteous fury and crippling anguish all at once, the passionate feelings so at war with each other, that all Gallo can do is walk numbly down the hall. 
Gallo startles to the sound of something shattering in his kitchen. He jerks upright, his body transitioning from dead asleep to wide awake in seconds. Adrenaline coursing through him, Gallo kicks off the covers and scrambles out of bed, skidding into the kitchen and calling, Hey! Gallo stops himself at the counter. It's just Lyo, stood barefoot on the tile with the lowlights on. He's in the new pajamas he's been wearing, just grey sweats and one of Gallo's stolen shirts, and his hands are dripping with blood. Sorry, Lyo says, looking to the floor, and Gallo notices the broken mug. Oh, Gallo blinks. He's not much of a coffee drinker, but Lyo dug out the old pot Gallo had stashed under his cabinet and now it usually sits on the counter and hey, why is Lyo making coffee at two in the morning and oh shit, your hand. Lyo is staring at the gash in his palm, calm and unbothered. His stare narrows, and it almost seems like he's waiting for something. Almost like. Oh. Like he's waiting for it to heal on his own. They both know the Promare are gone. And they both know the wound is there to stay, but Lyo continues to stare as if maybe, the fire might lick his palm and heal it clean once more. Gallo darts to his bathroom and rummages under his sink for the first aid kit. Lyo is still standing there numbly when he comes back so he pulls Lyo carefully around the broken ceramic and leads him to the sink. It's fine, Lyo starts, but Gallo isn't having it tonight. Stop saying that. I'm a paramedic, Gallo grits sternly. Let me. Lyo looks at him, and he almost seems startled. Gallo holds him by the wrist and keeps his palm under the spray. When he's sure there aren't any bits stuck in there, he applies pressure with a towel, and leads them over to the kitchen table. Lyo's papers are spread all over the table, and the light of his tablet is still on, and Gallo feels angry, because Lyo has not been sleeping, he's been fucking working. Right under his own nose. Gallo wipes Lyo's hand clean and uses antiseptic just to be sure. It's a bleeder, so Gallo grabs a bandage and starts wrapping his hand tight. I didn't mean to wake you up, Lyo says. Gallo focuses on wrapping between Lyo's fingers, weaving in and out on autopilot. You're not that smart, you know, Gallo says. Lyo looks at him, and blinks once as if to say, did you really just say that to me? But Gallo continues. I know the signs of exhaustion, dummy, Gallo squeezes his palm, and Lyo tenses a little from the sting. I'm a workaholic, but you're giving the word a whole new meaning, dude. Gallo. It can wait, Gallo says, forcing his eye, and geez. Lyo is just so, pretty. Lyo knows it too, but Gallo wants to tell him anyways. He drops his hold to Lyo's wrist, so thin and small that his fingers touch. Whatever it is you're working on, whoever you're trying to help, it can wait. He smiles, lowering his voice a little to match the low lighting and the late hour. I'll save you, Lyo Foshia. And I'll help you save those people too. Lyo's gaze wavers. His throat bobs with a hard swallow, and his eyes dip down and up almost too fast to register. It's not just. Lyo sighs, and some of the exhaustion settles in his drooped shoulders. Gallo wants to kiss him. He wants to so very badly. But Lyo is dealing with so much, he doesn't want to be another kink in his neck. You can talk to me, Gallo says seriously. I'm your friend, remember? Lyo gazes into him. His uninjured hand comes to rest outside of Gallo's large one, and the touch feels electric, like little static shocks. I can't sleep, Lyo whispers so I'd rather be working than staring at the wall. Gallo frowns. Why can't you sleep? Lyo hesitates. He flexes his fingers, testing the bandages. It's hard to explain. I can try and understand, Gallo says earnestly. 
Lyo pauses a moment longer, long enough for Gallo to feel fidgety, but Lyo speaks eventually. I've felt different since the Promare left. Kind of. Wrong. Huh? How so? It's like, when the sink happened, I was complete. The past thirty years it's been, like, Lyo presses his hand to his chest, like I was sharing this body with something else. And now it's just empty. At night is when it feels especially. Gallo stares at him, projecting as many encouraging thoughts as he can without vibrating out of his skin. He'd never judge Lyo for anything, especially after what they've been through. Lyo looks back up at him, and all the hesitation is gone, fueled with the big boss fire in his eyes. His voice is resolute. It feels lonely. Gallo's heart breaks a little. He frowns, and when Lyo tries to pull his other hand out of his grip, Gallo squeezes tighter. Determination forms in his mouth. Well you don't have to feel like that anymore. You've got all of us. Maze and Guerra and Ignis and Dana and the whole burning rescue family Gallo stops, and then grins. And you've got me. Lyo smiles at him. Toothless, and soft enough to reach his eyes. It's almost sad. I know. But this is different. Gallo isn't sure if he's able to understand in the way Lyo wants him to. So he double-checks Lyo's wound, and then rises to his feet, pulling Lyo along with him. Well if you're up, I'll stay up with you. Might as well work through some of the movies Varys has been bugging me up the butt about. But, Lyo frowns, you work tomorrow. We work tomorrow. If you can brave it, so can I. Lyo sits stiffly next to him, and Gallo turns the TV on with the remote. He yanks Lyo over until he can wrap an arm around his shoulders, and Lyo relaxes almost instantly. That mug is still broken. A, you'll clean it in the morning. I will. Well you're the one that broke it. Lyo snorts, and kicks his feet up on the table alongside Gallo. The room fills with pink and blue light as the TV fuzzes to life. That's fair. They flip through crap late night TV channels, reruns of Full House and Friends and Antique Road Show. Lyo snorts every once in a while, little tufts of breath and offhand comments. Gallo doesn't like to think about how Lyo didn't get to watch shitty TV shows and eat junk food and binge out on beer with friends, because Lyo was too busy leading a revolution and saving people from human experiments. They've been watching long enough for the same Full House episode to loop back again, and Gallo is just about to ask if Lyo wants to pop in one of those movies, but he finds him asleep against his shoulder already. Gallo's heart takes a snort of cocaine and buzzes right out of his chest. He bites down on his tongue and looks back to the TV, the sight of Lyo's soft, sleeping face almost too reverent to look at. The clock on the VCR reads 4.41am. They need to be up in two hours, Gallo turns the TV off, and reclines his head back against the couch. He hopes Lyo isn't too mad. Gallo closes his eyes, focuses on the steady rise and fall of Lyo's chest, and is out like a light. The kitchen is swept clean by morning. Gallo is woken up by pants thrown in his face. Come on. Lyo calls, shouldering on his leather jacket. We're going to be late. Not if I'm driving. Not if I'm driving, Lyo grins, and there's a pep in his step that makes Gallo feel giddy. But also a little sad, because if two hours has Lyo like this, then he wonders how little of sleep he's really been getting. A call to Ignis's office can go two ways, which in Gallo's mind, is quite simple. Either A, you did something good. Or B, you did something bad, so you better start running. Gallo can tell by the constipated look on Ignis's face that it's option A, and Gallo physically relaxes. Lyo seems a little confused, and Gallo kicks the door shut behind him. 
What's up, Cap? This, Ignis says, and throws an orange jacket at Lyo. He catches it before it can smack him in the face, and Lyo looks at it with disbelief. Gallo gasps, turning the jacket over in Lyo's hands and pointing. It says Foshia. We want you to quit dancing around and join the team already, Ignis says. Gallo looks to Lyo, but his stomach sinks as he sees the cold look on Lyo's face. His voice is gritty and forced. No. Yeah? Ignis crosses his arms. Why? I can't stop my work for the ex-Burnish, Lyo states, shoulders back, head raised. Hate crimes are at an all-time high, and we're still finding homes and jobs for the displaced Dash. I think you'll find that Burning Rescue and your refugee initiative have similar goals, Ignis says. You help us, we help you. We've got resources you need, and you've got talent like nobody's business. Think it over, kid. Come on Lyo. Gallo clenches his fist. Make it official. We'd be unstoppable as a mesh team. If it's any consultation, your buds already took the job, Ignis says, bored. Lyo perks up, Maze and Guerra? But they didn't tell me. It's a new world. Gallo grins, squeezing his shoulder. We'll fix it up together, remember? Lyo swallows, and clenches his fingers in the jacket. A light shines through his eyes, and he smiles lopsided. Fire rescue, huh? Your locker is 19, Ignis grunts, tossing him a key, which Lyo catches as well. Get the hell out of here. They've settled into the routine, and that party's a little weird. Gallo cooks dinner, Lyo taps stuff into his tablet. They take turns with the shower and let the TV run while they eat. Lyo drags his blankets out of the storage closet. Gallo half cleans up dinner, and the rest is usually scrubbed by morning. Gallo retires to his room, and Lyo, well. Gallo hesitates in the doorway this time. He can't bear the thought of Lyo staying up all night by himself, but Gallo is also about ready to keel over where he stands. It's been a vicious week, they busted up most of the meshs and had to do a few rescues tech-free, and that shit sucks hardcore, and Gallo has the bruises to prove it. As exhausted as Lyo looks, it still appears that he's not sleeping well. Hey, Lyo. His head jerks up, and pearly pink eyes meet his own. Yes? He looks so soft. So different from the Lyo that stands headfirst before danger, who heaves people on his shoulders, who helps others until his fingers bleed. Gallo knows that Big Shirt is his own, and all the words get jumbled up in his mouth. I have a big bed. A long pause. Lyo nods, okay? Yup. Gallo nods to himself, and turns back around towards his door. He shuts it, and scrubs his hand through his hair. Good job, nailed it. He clicks off his lamp and throws himself into bed, crowding up against the wall and huffing. God damn it, he's so bad at this. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to push Lyo past his boundaries. He doesn't want to seem needy. He just... Really really... Likes Lyo. Gallo smooshes his face in his pillow and sighs. He lays there for a while. He didn't shut his blinds all the way, and some of the outside lights bleed on his carpet. He can see a neon sign flickering on and off, blue, yellow, blue, yellow, blue, yellow dash. The door creaks open. Gallo tenses, and when it slides open a little more, Gallo holds his breath. Feet softly pad across the carpet. There's a moment of hesitation, and Gallo can feel Lyo's eyes on him, so he tries to resume his breathing normally to appear asleep. The sheets lift, and Lyo slides in against his back. His movements are slow and deliberate, and Gallo swallows thickly as he feels a hand press along his naked side, and come to rest at his stomach. 
There's a nose between his shoulder blades, a soft, lithe thigh between his own, and the sheets fall back down around them like snow. Gallo is hyper aware of everywhere they're touching. He's counting the seconds, the minutes, and Lyo's forced breathing goes steady, and he appears to fall asleep instantly. Gallo squeezes his eyes shut and burns. Have you ever woken up so comfortable that you're almost terrified to even blink? Like the moment you breathe wrong everything will come collapsing down around you? Yeah. Except there's a warm little body cuddled against his chest, and Gallo's brain immediately registers who it is. He's afraid to open his eyes. Lyo's breathing is slow and even, and he smells so good, crisp and woodsy and Gallo recognizes it as the shampoo they share. Curiosity gets the best of him, and Gallo peeks open an eye. Lyo's hair is spread across the pillows. The blinds are letting in warm light, and it falls across them in streaks. Gallo's heart beats in his ears, a thump in his mouth and behind his teeth. Lyo stirs a little, and Gallo slams his eyes shut, hoping desperately that Lyo doesn't have some kind of freak out. Gallo's arm somehow made its way around Lyo's waist during the night, and they definitely did not fall asleep in this position. Oh oopsie. Gallo can feel the very second Lyo wakes up. He tenses, and Gallo counts to five. Please don't leave, please don't leave Dash. Lyo lets out a hearty sigh, and snuggles in closer to Gallo's chest. He can't really help it. Gallo hugs him instinctively, and Lyo mumbles something groggily. Good morning, Gallo smiles. MMM. Sleep good? Lyo swallows. He tenses again, and Gallo selfishly rubs his hand down Lyo's spine. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Hey, I offered, Gallo shrugs. Uh, sorta. Is that what that was? Don't make fun of me, it's too early. Lyo chuckles under his breath, and a small hand creeps out a worm beneath Gallo's arm. He really hopes Lyo can't hear how quickly his heart is beating. Lyo sighs again, and his cold toes press into Gallo's calf. I haven't slept that long in two months. Gallo frowns, and tugs down the hem of Lyo's shirt so it modestly covers the waistband of his underwear, because Gallo's body is not above popping a boner right now. How many others are suffering like this? I've asked around. From what I've heard, it's not many. Maze and Guerra, Lyo yawns, struggle some nights, but not as badly as me. Maybe it's just cause you're strong as shit. That's Lyo pauses. He frowns, and leans his head back far enough to look Gallo in the eye. Actually a possibility. Gallo shrugs, I mean, you did have a super strong connection with the alien thingies. Lyo flops back down on the pillow, and stirs in his thoughts for a moment. Gallo yawns contagiously, and pats Lyo on the hip before rolling to his back. We don't have to be anywhere today, do we? You don't. I'm joining a volunteer team to help build homes today. Lyo squints at Gallo's clock from across the room and huffs. In an hour. Damn. Oh. Gallo perks up. That sounds like fun. Can I come? Lyo raises an eyebrow at him. There's something very intimate about the way Lyo presses his fingers to the new bruise on Gallo's shoulder. You got busted up yesterday. P-F-F-F-T, no more than usual. Come on, let me help, I can lift the heavy stuff. Gallo flexes his arm, and Lyo's eyes roll. Bullheaded as ever. Sure, the kids will have fun riding around on your back. Or, jealous because you want to turn? Gallo laughs, sitting up after him. Lyo's face turns red. Gallo freezes, and Lyo turns his head so fast, Gallo begins to doubt if he even saw him flush in the first place. Put a shirt on. 
you'll poke someone's eye out. Gallo scoffs and crosses an arm over his chest. Well you hogged all the blankets last night. Only because you take up all the space. The absurdity of their argument makes them stop. They look at each other, standing in the middle of Gallo's bedroom, and begin to laugh. It's Ignis's turn to cook group lunch today, but Ignis can't cook for shit, so they dig into KFC buckets and lounge around the tables, popped up on the counters and passing around napkins. The TV is playing the news, but it's tuned out from their chattering. All I'm saying is that the government needs to be a little less stingy with their money, Lucia snaps. They're not going to give you $10 million to build some super robot, Remy says. You might as well just give up now. They forked over the cash for the Crazer X. And who the hell funded Craze Spaceship anyways? That cash is sitting around somewhere and I deserve it. The prototype is interesting, Lyo comments. Do you really think you can sink two pilots? Lucia scoffs. Do I think? Of course I can. Just need parts, baby. Why can't we focus on the firefighting part of our job? Ano asks. Oh shut up, you've got no complaints so long as you've got your little ship to fly around, Gallo chews. Ana kicks him from under the table, and Gallo yips. The television starts to beep behind them. They all tense, turning to look up at the screen, but they relax as they realize it's not an alarm, but a breaking news broadcast. Cray's face flashes on screen, and Gallo's stomach takes a swan dive. Breaking news. Cray Forsyth's month-long trial has officially reached a verdict. Judge Lorena has sentenced Forsyth to 3.30 to life's with no bail dash. The room breaks into cheering. Gallo's throat burns, and he sees Lyo crush his solo cup in his hand, some of the soda sloshing over. Thank God, Varys says. Cray can rot in hell. He should have gotten a death sentence, Guerra huffs, and Lyo nods along. Gallo feels like he can't breathe. He should be happy, right? They show Cray on screen. His hair is pushed back, hands cuffed behind his back, and when he looks at the camera, Gallo still feels that heat in his stomach. It's sick, it makes him absolutely sick, and Gallo wants to reach in and claw it out. The cops shove Cray in a black car, the camera fizzles back to the reporter, and oh god, is Gallo about to cry? He thinks he's about to cry. He stands abruptly from the table. Eyes turn to him, but Gallo is quick to bite his tongue and pace out of the room, making a panicked beeline for the elevator. When the doors ding shut, Gallo furiously rubs at his eyes with the back of his arm, fighting into his lip until it stings. It's quiet up on the roof. His gaze falls across the city skyline, and he hates that he naturally turns to the old government tower. There's not much left of it now, but Gallo is nothing but a dumb fucking dog, still trained to seek out its master. Gallo grips the railing and grinds his teeth. He closes his eyes, hoping the breeze will cool down his skin. The elevator dings behind him. Gallo tenses, but he recognizes the soft footsteps, and does his best to relax. Lyo comes to stand next to him. He's in the big puffy fireman's jacket, and his hair rustles with the wind. Gallo looks at him, and the flame in his chest is different. Less tainted and ugly than the torch he still carries for Cray. Gallo looks away, feeling disgusted and guilty. Lyo doesn't say anything at first. He grips the railing and gazes across the Prompolis skyline. There are cranes as far as the eye can see, construction crews working to rebuild what was destroyed. Lyo's tone is deep and soothing. Can I ask you a fair question? Gallo would tell him anything. He nods. Sure. Were you in love with Cray? Lyo asks, and the question is like ripping off a band-aid. It's raw, and it jolts right through Gallo. 
Lio is quick to add, you have no obligation to answer. Gallo licks over his bottom lip, and looks away. He opens his mouth, closes it, and feels terrible. Lio is going to hate him, but Gallo isn't a liar. Yes, Gallo says. I was. Lio's hand tightens on the bar. Ah. I. Gallo rubs his eyes. Everything I did was to make him proud. I just wanted Cray to see me. I wanted him to be proud of me. That day we fought, he gave me a metal and, and it was the best day of my life. Gallo glares across the city. He did such despicable things. Yet I still, whenever I see his face I, Gallo laughs dryly. He hated me. I don't know why it makes me so sad. He was so undeserving of your affections, it makes me sick, Lyo says outright, shocking Gallo silent. I hate him with my entire being, but I hated him more when I found out how he broke your heart. Gallo swallows. He braves a look at Lyo, and his eyes are staring right back, a blazing wildfire of anger. He wanted you to kill me that day. Burnish don't kill, Lyo says. His eyes turn down. But I still wish Cray was dead. I'm glad you don't hate me, Gallo blurts. Lyo looks at him like he said something ridiculous. What? Because I, because of the way I used to. Lyo's hand slides up to cup his cheek, and Gallo's eyes go wide as saucers. Lyo glares up at him. There is nothing wrong with your feelings. Cray was lucky to have someone like you love him with such intensity. For once, Gallo doesn't know what to say. Lyo swallows, and his voice drops near inaudible. Truthfully, I'm a little envious. What? Nothing, Lyo says, coolly dropping his hand to untwist the strap of Gallo's compression sleeve. Do you want to go back in? Um, not yet. Okay. Can I stay out here with you? Gallo grins, and claps his hand over Lyo's fingers to squeeze them. Of course. Lyo's eyes shine. He turns back to lean over the bar, and Gallo mimics him, and the wind rustles their hair. Lyo Fosia? Yes? I'm glad I met you. Lyo hums, and tucks a strand of hair behind his ears. Gallo Timos? Yeah? I'm glad I met you too. Lyo crawls in his bed after dinner. It becomes a part of the ritual, and Gallo looks forward to it every night. The lift of the covers, a warm body curling up next to him, a knee between his thighs and a nose at his neck. Gallo doesn't mind being the little spoon. Lyo's breath is always minty against his ear, and sometimes if he's lucky, fingers will trace the divots of his ribs, and Gallo wants Lyo to touch him forever. But he's happy with this. Happy to know that at least here, Lyo can get a good night's sleep. Gallo did say he would save him, didn't he? He tries to nap at the station sometimes. You get used to falling asleep everywhere and anywhere, but being able to pop awake at any moment is an acquired skill. Gallo has a top bunk. Aina used to make fun of him for the little glow in the dark stars he's stuck on the ceiling, but Gallo likes them. He doesn't remember much of his mum, but he has a very vivid memory of climbing chairs and sticking them to his walls with little glue dots. It usually has him out like a light. Today is a quiet shift with nothing to do, and Gallo keeps tossing and turning in his bunk. He can hear various snoring a couple beds down, and usually it's a nice white noise, but Gallo just feels so dash. Empty. He pats around the bunk, wads up the stiff sheets and tries to roll over, but his brain is wide awake. Damn. Gallo scrubs through his hair, slings his legs over the side of the bed, and hops down. Oh well, must be a sign, right? He goes hunting for Lucia. Maybe she has something cool he can fuck around with.
It's not like he's hoping much Leia will be with her. Cause that'd be silly. They already spend so much of their free time together. Ha ha. Lucia isn't in the lab. He hunts through the common room, peeks in the gym, and even searches the kitchen. Gallo ends up riding the elevator all the way down to the garage. He can hear shuffling as soon as the elevator doors open. Gallo braces his hands behind his neck and walks towards the equipment wall, calling out. Yo. Anyone down here? Lyo's head pops out from behind the fire truck. Gallo grins. Hi. It looks like Lyo is trying to stuff a dead body in a locker. Gallo remembers what is actually in the bag, and starts to laugh. Having fun with Smoochie? Lyo looks at the dummy, and back to Gallo. You guys named it Smoochie? Hey, that was before I worked here. Gallo lifts his hands in defense. Lyo rolls his eyes and shoulders the dummy back into the supple locker. Are you still doing your medical training? Yes. I was able to get those proposals sent to the acting governor, so I had free time for the CPR test today. The word rings around his head like a bell. Gallo pauses, hand braced up against the back of the fire truck. Lyo looks at him, and everything goes very quiet. R. Gallo swallows. Did you pass? Lyo's eyes smile, and he turns back to sorting the rest of the paramedic supplies. The clang of the locker sounds extra loud. With flying colors. Gallo can still picture Lyo's chest under his hands. Coaxing his lips open and floating the heat into his mouth. Fire pooling out of his chest and into Lyo's throat. A burning sensation up his nose and behind his eyes. Lyo's back is turned towards him, and he stands up on his toes to shove another practice bag on the shelf. Do you use it a lot? Gallo chokes, huh? CPR, Lyo clarifies. Gallo rolls his tongue around in his mouth, and blinks at Lyo's silhouette. Er, uh, occasionally. Less than you'd expect. Ha ha. Lyo hums casually. He shuts the cabinet and turns back around. He looks so good in the jacket, but also Lyo looks good in anything and Gallo really needs to stop ogling him if they're going to do this whole friend thing. Gallo's heart thumps as Lyo takes a step forwards, tipping his head as he walks. How many people have you kissed? Gallo feels his face heat. You, why you mean dash? With the kiss of life, Lyo finishes, encroaching closer. Um, I, well of course I'd do anything to save someone dash. Right. So it's, it's my civic duty to. How many? Lyo asks again. He steps up on the lip of the fire truck, now standing taller, and Gallo has to tip his head to look up at him. Ah, probably four or, or five? One was a dog, so I don't really think that ho. Lyo's hands hold his cheeks, Gallo jolts, and the world falls out from beneath his feet, because Lyo leans in to kiss him for real. Gallo feels like his eyes might pop out of his head. His mouth parts out of shock, and Lyo presses down and kisses him, lips moving slow and deliberate and hot, scorching enough to ignite in Gallo's gut. His hands find Lyo's narrow hips with desperation. His lips are soft and firm and they take and take and it's like gasoline on a fire. Gallo kisses back passionately, squeezing his eyes shut and making a sound when Lyo sucks against his mouth and pushes his thumbs hard into Gallo's cheekbones. The fire in his soul blazes. It's an electrical storm, sparking from his fingertips to his toes, and it's cold hard proof that the CPR kiss wasn't a fluke. Kissing Lyo is just like this dash. Gallo's breath sucks out of him as Lyo leans back and blinks down prettily. Has anyone kissed you like that? Lyo asks, and his voice is rough and beautiful. No, Gallo admits. 
What was that for? Lyo sighs. He thumps Gallo's forehead, and he flinches back, but Lyo holds his head firm. Idiot. Yes I know, we've been over this. Lyo leans back in and kisses him again, and okay that's, okay. Wow. He's forceful, demanding of what he wants but slow as he takes it, and Gallo rises to the challenge. When Lyo pulls back a second time, Gallo tries to chase after his mouth, but Lyo holds him back by a hand at his neck, and Gallo pouts. You are too beautiful, Lyo says. Gallo gapes dumbly, because he really feels like that should be his line, but Lyo decides to wreck his world all over again. I like you, Gallo. His brain explodes. Kaboom. Right out of his ears. What? You do? Oh my god, Lyo sighs. Lyo. Gallo gasps, dragging his hands up Lyo's waist and lifting him off the truck. I like you too. Lyo inhales as Gallo spins him around, but his arms wind around Gallo's neck, and he lets out a laugh as Gallo sets him back on the ground. Does this come as a surprise? Of course it does. Gallo stares down at him, and pushes Lyo's bangs away from his face. Cheeks hot, Gallo says sincerely, I, I need to apologize. Since I kissed you I um, I haven't stopped thinking about you. Why would you apologize for that? Wait. Did you think I forgot about it? Lyo scoffs. He pinches Gallo's nose. CPR doesn't use tongue. Hey. I had to get the fire in there somehow. Lyo snickers, and it's so cute Gallo can hardly stand it. He beams and scoops Lyo up again, ignoring his protests and smothering his mouth in another kiss. Lyo purrs into him, curling his slender fingers into Gallo's hair and moving his lips against Gallo's in a perfect tandem. Gallo's heart sings, floats up above the garage and into the sky. He's never burned so bright. They're in perfect sync. All right, pay up, Aina says at dinner. Varys, Rami, and Gaero groan. Ignis snorts behind his sunglasses and doesn't say a thing, and Gallo is completely lost. That night, when Lyo crawls in bed, Gallo dozes easily with the weight of Lyo's head on his chest. He's just drifting off to sleep when Lyo abruptly sits upright, shocking Gallo into gripping his arm tight. Wait, Lyo scowls. Did you say you kissed a dog? Gallo's brain takes a moment to load, squinting at Lyo's face. When the light bulb goes off he pouts, hey now, it drowned in a pool. But a dog? I saved its life. Quit looking at me like that. There was a little girl and she was crying and hey don't leave. There's no use brushing your teeth again it happened like, years ago, Lyo. He's trying to decide between two different brands of rice, when Lyo holds up a box of fruit snacks and lifts an eyebrow. Is this what constitutes for a date these days? Hey, you asked to come with me, Gallo argues, decidedly tossing both brands in the cart. I can't take you on the greatest date of all time if I don't have the right ingredients. Lyo doesn't respond, but his lip quirks upwards. He looks at the back of the snack box, and then tosses it in the cart as well. He hooks both feet on the bar, and Gallo wraps his arms around Lyo from behind to push the cart further down the aisle. Of all time, huh? Lyo ponders. That's a big claim to fame. I don't do anything by halves. Gallo grins. Lyo glares at the old lady giving them weird looks behind her grocery list, but Gallo pays it no mind. Have you ever had a burrito pie? Do not start with me Gallo. I'm dead serious. I'm no good at making them, but Varys is a legend. If you make me eat something ridiculous for our first date I'll never forgive you. Gallo stops at the vegetables, he grabs a couple cucumbers, and an avocado. It's nothing weird, I promise. 
If you can't figure it out already, then you're as dumb as me. Lyo tries to kick him without leaving his perch on the shopping cart, and Gallo narrowly misses having his kneecap booted in. See if I ever help you do the shopping ever again. Oh yeah, cause you're so much help, Gallo laughs. Lyo opens his mouth to reply, but is distracted by a big spiky fruit on the stand. What is that? I have no idea. Let's try it. What if it tastes bad? Then we'll give it to Maze, Gallo says, and Lyo starts to snicker, shoving the spiky fruit back in the cart and waiting patiently for Gallo to start pushing him again. Will you at least tell me where we're going? Lyo asks. Nope. We're staying home then. Not at all. But you're cooking? It's a secret. Lyo huffs, leaning his elbow on the bar and setting his head in his hand. Fine. But I get to plan the next date. I'll definitely beat you. Gallo challenges, and Lyo snorts into his hand. Gallo's secret plan is to ride up to the mountains and eat by the lake before the sun sets too far. Lyo hugs him from behind as they ride, his chin hooked on Gallo's shoulder, and he perks up when he realizes where they are. We crashed here, Lyo says, swinging a leg off the bike. It used to be frozen all year round, Gallo tells. He pops off his helmet and helps Lyo unsnap his own while he's distracted. Now it doesn't freeze anymore. Must have been something to do with that old man. Lyo steps up to the water's edge, and peers down. I wonder if the lab is still down there. I've been tempted to swim and find out. Please don't, Lyo says with good humor. Not without me. Gallo managed to keep Lyo from nosing his way around the kitchen this afternoon, so he gets to see Lyo's pleased face when he pulls out homemade sushi boxes from the container he shoved under his bike seat. This is what you were making? Yup. They're still kinda lumpy, but Aina showed me how to keep them from unrolling. Lyo smiles and pops open his Tupperware. They look good. Is there a fish ground up your ass that I should be concerned about? Gallo sways back and cackles, and Lyo's shoulders shake with a short laugh. Gallo grabs the emergency blanket out of his supplely kit, and they choose the least rocky part to settle down on. The sun is orangey-red, and down far enough that it doesn't shine in their faces. Is it romantic? It feels romantic. Gallo isn't good at this kind of stuff, but he likes food, and he likes the trees, so he hopes Lyo likes it too. Lyo looks hot, his bangs are pulled back by a little ponytail, and he's wearing a black hoodie and jeans, and Gallo almost gets distracted checking him out. Shit, Gallo curses, patting around. I forgot the chopsticks. I brought some, Lyo says, pulling them out of his hoodie pouch. Gallo squints. You knew all along, didn't you? You're easy to read, Lyo snaps his chopsticks and smiles, scooting close enough so that their legs touch. Thank you, Gallo. Gallo nods, and offers up his sushi. Cheers. Crunchy, Lyo notes, cheeks stuffed like a little chipmunk. He's so adorable Gallo could just die. I tried some different ones. The ah. Uh, the eel didn't work out. Had to throw those away. A breeze blows across the lake. Lyo scooches closer, and Gallo lifts up his box so Lyo can sit between his legs. This place is pretty far from town, Lyo notes. Yeah, used to come up here to cool down a lot. I kinda miss skating around on the ice, but this is nice too. MMM, Lyo chews. After a moment he says, you have an explosive personality, but I've never taken you for the angry type. Gallo sets his chin on Lyo's head. He swishes the thoughts around in his brain. I use her to be kinda bad. 
not super, but like, growing up with no family, you know, I get mad about stuff. Especially when I first joined the team, it was at Cray's recommendation. And I didn't want to fuck up and ruin Cray's reputation just cause I couldn't keep my temper in line. Lyo tenses in his arms. Ah. Sorry, Gallo says quickly, sitting back up again. I promise I don't, it's, you're the only one I. Cray has no idea how hard you tried for him, Lyo fumes. Or he did, and he just didn't care. Gallo's heart sinks a little. Yeah. Lyo twists in his lap, face full of determination, and Gallo has to throw out an arm to support the weight shift. I'm going to be someone worthy of your feelings, Lyo says outright. Gallo gapes at him. He sets down his food to keep it from rolling into the lake. WH what kind of statement is that? Gallo laughs, pressing a thumb between Lyo's scrunched eyebrows. You already are, silly. Lyo puffs air out of his nose like a dragon. Not yet, he says. But I will be. I'll work hard too, Gallo nods. I still have to make this the greatest date of all time. You're close, Lyo says, wiping rice from the corner of his mouth. Maybe if you hadn't thrown the eel away. Damn it. Lyo laughs at him, and Gallo can't help but laugh too. It's so nice to see life in his eyes. This person works so hard, so tirelessly to help others, Gallo wants to be by his side forever. He's never had the object of his affections actually return his feelings. The whole thing feels a little too good to be true. Lyo is bossy and stubborn and hugs all the sheets, and he's anal about shoes on the floor and doesn't let Gallo eat ice cream out of the tub and he spends too much time buried in his tablet, and Gallo loves all those things about him. That's okay, because Gallo is messy and loud and never remembers to switch over his laundry and crawls into bed after going to the gym and he's equally stubborn, and Lyo seems to like all those things about him too. Even when their feet hurt, and their hands are tender and burnt, and their shoulders are bruised, and they work double shifts to help save the people trapped beneath the burning overpass, Lyo still goes to the refugee tents to hand out rations on his day off, and Gallo always goes with him. Lyo has a bruise on his cheek from a malfunction in the mesh suit. He got slammed up against the glass, and the mark pulls on Gallo's heartstrings, but it also makes him proud, because Lyo can take a hit and keep on swinging. Lyo crouches down to hand a bag of toiletries to a family, smiling as they grab his hand and shake it, and Gallo's gaze is magnetized to the strip of skin at the nape of Lyo's neck. He stands back up again, tall and authoritative as he gives demands to his old mad burnish soldiers, and Gallo is unbearably attracted to the confidence Lyo holds himself with. Lyo is a man, and demands respect as one, and the lizard part of Gallo's brain squirms around and says yeah, I get on my knees for him. Carry this box down to the Robinson family, Lyo commands, and Gallo nods obediently. You know he's intolerably whipped for you, right? Aino asks. Huh? Gallo gapes, mouth full. Aina rolls her eyes and gestures with their fork, and Gallo sneaks a look at Lyo talking to the captain across the room. Totally. Like, Aina makes a whip sound, and Gallo rolls his eyes. What are you on about? He won't get it, Remy sighs. Lyo worships the ground he walks on. Gallo scoffs, he does not. He sure as shit doesn't treat us like that, Vary says, and Gallo blows them off, shoving another slice of pizza in his mouth. Gallo comes home around the afternoon. He pops his back, tossing his keys on the counter and setting down his work bag. I'm home. Lyo looks up from the kitchen table. New papers are thrown about, and there's evidence that Guerra and Mays were here, given by the cups littered at the end of the table. 
Lyre greets him wordlessly, lifting up his arms and giving Gallo an needy look. Gallo laughs, and crosses the room to bend over and give him a hug. Or, did you miss me? MMM. Lyo squishes his face in Gallo's chest. How was work? Not bad. Got called out for a couple car accidents and a house fire. It was weird without you. Lyo requested time off to attend an ex-Burnish rally. Gallo and the rest of the team really wanted to go, but they couldn't all call out. Gallo told him to go for the lot of them. I'm glad you're okay, Lyo says. He hasn't let go yet, so Gallo stands upright, and Lyo just kind of, hangs on. Gallo supports him beneath his thighs, and Lyo hooks his ankles behind his lower back. How was the rally? Good. The rest of the segregation laws have been amended, but we're hoping to see more acceptance from the general public, especially with the upcoming elections. You have our support, Gallo grins, pulling back to look Lyo in the eye. He then frowns, you look tired. Lyo sighs as Gallo walks them towards the couch. I am. I thought I told you to get some rest, Gallo sits, pouting at Lyo. Have you been working this whole time? Lyo settles into him, worming his arms around Gallo's neck. We worked different shifts this week. Yeah, and? Lyo gives him a look. You slept at the station. Ha, ah, Gallo frowns. Then you should have enjoyed the peace and quiet. Lyo squints at him, and it's that look Lyo gets when he's trying to decide if Gallo is being genuine or not. It's ridiculous, because Gallo is always genuine. Gallo, he says patiently. A hand comes up to stroke through his shaved hair. I thought you'd figured it out. What are we talking about? Lyo squeezes the back of his neck gently, and looks him right in the eye as he says. Baby, I can't sleep without you. Gallo opens his mouth, and then blinks. He pats up Lyo's back, squeezing his thigh with his free hand. What? I didn't know. I thought, well, I don't know what I thought. I told you about the pro-mayor. Yeah. But people have weird sleeping habits. I still feel incomplete, Lyo says, drawing Gallo's attention. But, not when I'm with you. It's like the fire is back in my chest. He presses a hand above Gallo's heart. Here. Silence. Gallo stares at him stupidly, staring and staring until his eyes start to sting. Lyo giggles, sitting up and smothering Gallo's eyes with his hand. Don't cry. I'm not crying, sort of. Lyo makes a sound, and Gallo gasps as lips press in against his own. Lyo keeps his eyes covered with his palm, but Gallo kisses him back, parting his lips and focusing in on the feeling of Lyo's mouth moving against his own. The hand falls from his eyes. Gallo breaks the kiss on accident by smiling too wide. Sleep next to me forever, Gallo says. I'm okay with starting fires if it's with you. Okay. Lyo pats his mouth, his nose, his chin. Just don't go where I can't follow. Such a place doesn't exist, Gallo grins, and Lyo keeps kissing him. It's all teeth until it isn't. If Gallo tries, he can wrap his hands around Lyo's waist entirely so he squeezes him once just to try it, and Lyo makes a tight noise. Gallo ends up pushed into the couch. It's not rough or hurried, but it's firm, so Gallo lays his head back against the throw pillow, and Lyo settles back against him. Gallo cups Lyo's cheek before he can kiss him again. What do you want to do? Gallo asks. He just wants to be sure. I'm tired. Lyo pecks his mouth stubbornly. I really just want to make out with you until we're brain dead. Is that okay? 
totally okay, Gallo says, spreading his legs so Lyo can lay down against his chest. Just ignore my boner. I'm still new to a lot of this, you know? Lyo blinks, and then smirks down at him like a cat. Ah. He kisses his cheek and the corner of his mouth. That's good. I'm going to take my time with you. I'll take whatever you've got, Gallo grins, and Lyo crushes their lips together. It's not like Gallo is the world's most experienced kisser, but he is a quick learner. Lyo likes to take control, but Gallo learns how to look for openings. He copies the swipe of Lyo's tongue, and learns how to lick into Lyo's mouth without slobbering all over himself. They take turns. Hard and soft, Lyo sucking on his tongue, and then Gallo biting his mouth and tugging in return. Gallo keeps his hands above Lyo's waist, but he's quickly addicted to the weight of him on his chest, a heat between his legs and searing in his mouth. It's kind of fun. Like, way fun. Lyo is quiet at first, but Gallo learns how to draw out small noises. He purrs when Gallo slides his tongue along his own, and yips when he bites his lip. Gallo is reprimanded in return, Lyo turning to take a big bite out of his cheek, and Gallo breaks out laughing. He feels so light he could float away. Quit learning so fast, Lyo huffs, and sucks down his neck, and Gallo accidentally moans. Shit, sorry, Gallo squirms. Lyo doesn't push it too far, but Gallo can see the wheels turning in his head. He presses one last kiss to Gallo's neck, oh god, chills run down his back, before he returns to Gallo's mouth. You make pretty noises. Steal in my lines, Gallo slurs, and nips at Lyo's tongue when he sticks it out. Lyo giggles, and Gallo bites it again, and they're just fucking around on Gallo's couch, twisted up with no pressure of going anywhere, and it's the best feeling ever. God you're hot? Yeah? Lyo rasps. Hell yeah. They make out for a long time. The pace speeds up and slows down. Gallo rubs circles into Lyo's back, and he seems to like it when he holds him by the neck, so Gallo does that too. Lyo plays it dirty, and dips his head to suck on Gallo's ear. Cheetah. Gallo gasps, poking him in the ribs as he laughs. Lyo beams down at him, wow, so Gallo flips them, pushing Lyo into the couch and nuzzling his neck in return. He's careful to keep his hips away from Lyo's, because he is definitely hard. Ha 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 stop. Lyo squirms, hands darting to Gallo's shoulders. Your hair tea tickles. Make me, Gallo teases, licking a stripe up Lyo's cheek. Big boss. Lyo's hand hardens tight in his hair, and Gallo yips as he's forced back to meet his mouth again, and their teeth clack and their lips feel bruised and Gallo could die here. Tada. Lucia squeaks, Vinny mimicking her atop Lucia's head. What do you think? Woah. Gallo throws out his arms in disbelief, smoothing his hands up the legs of the mesh. This is amazing. I see you finally got that funding, Lyo deadpans. I have my ways, Lucia winks. There's two cockpits. Yup, Lucia nods. Her name is Delucy. She takes two pilots, hence, Lucia gestures vaguely. Was this approved? Barely, Ignis says, drawing their attention. He crosses his arms and jerks his chin towards the robot, we've been taking on more high-scale emergency calls. Not that we'll ever want to be police, but tech like this comes in handy around here. You want us to pilot it? Lyo asks. Lucia waves her hand around, aren't you two like, soulmates or something? Quit acting shy and get in the damn thing. Gallo shoots Lyo an excited look, and Lyo sighs, pretending like he isn't happy about it but they've been living together for a couple months, and Gallo is learning pretty quick. Lyo is totally excited. 
wreck it, and we're taking the cut out of your next 3,000 paychecks, Ignis chokes. I wouldn't hold my breath, Lucia sighs. Holy shit this thing has seat eaters. Gala tries not to look too hard into stuff. Black and white and all that. He likes things that are real, stuff he can grab on and touch with his hands. This thing with Lyo is real, so he likes to touch him a lot, just to remind himself how lucky he is. Lyo lets him, so it must be fine. They kiss too much. In the kitchen and over the back of the couch and at the table and sometimes, when Gallo gets off his motorcycle and rips the helmet off his head, Lyo will stand on his toes and kiss him like it'll kill him not to, and Gallo lives for that shit. They both made dinner tonight. The dirty dishes are still sitting in the sink, but Lyo is sprawled over him on the bed, licking the taste of vanilla ice cream out of Gallo's mouth, and he is definitely not moving for no dishes. What did I say Lyo kisses him? About eating ice cream out of the tub. MMM, something about a bowl. Yes. That you should use one. A tub is a bowl, Gallo argues. A very good shaped one, ah, he tips his head back as Lyo sucks down on his throat. A hand squeezes his left arm, and Gallo's entire body shivers. Lyo sits back and peers down at him. Okay? Yeah, Gallo rolls his arm. Just left my sleeve in the other room. Lyo sits up on Gallo's hips, and gently runs his hand down Gallo's scars. Sensitive? MMM. We burnish Lyo stops himself, and presses his fingers into Gallo's bicep. X burnish. We burned our bodies, but never felt the pain. I didn't feel pain either, Gallo says. Just tingly and warm. But suddenly my arm was all burnt up. The pain came after. The Promare healed our bodies before there was permanent damage, Lyo explains. He drags his fingernails up to Gallo's shoulder, and bends down again to kiss his chin. You wear the scars well. Gallo grins, is that a compliment I hear? Yes, Lyo flicks his nose. Unfortunately you are sexy. Gallo laughs, going a little warm from the praise. His mouth is sticky and tender from Lyo kissing him for so long, and he looks forward to nights like these, where they can just fool around without anywhere to be. Lyo tucks his hair behind his ear, and Gallo's stomach dips. Yeah. But still. Lyo kisses into his neck again, and Gallo squeezes his eyes shut. He is purposely ignoring how hard he is, because if he focuses it on it too much, he'll go kinda crazy. Don't get him wrong. He loves making out with Lyo for hours on end, but also, getting rock hard and forgetting about it later leaves him sore in the morning and geez is he really complaining about this? Lyo's tongue is down his throat, shut up. Gallo flips the script and slides his tongue back against Lyo's, wet and slippery. The surprised moan from Lyo is gorgeous, and it adds to the butterflies beating around in Gallo's chest. Lyo huffs at him, and Gallo yanks on the hood of Lyo's, his, sweatshirt. Gallo. You need to stop wearing my stuff, Gallo tells him. It's bad for my heart. Oh, I know. Gallo gasps. You've been teasing me? Well duh, Lyo purrs. Gallo gives him a scandalized look, and Lyo rolls his eyes. You walk around half naked all the time. Seriously, don't even go there. Pfft, and what's the big deal with that? It's not like I walk around like this. Gallo squeezes Lyo's bare leg, dangerously close to his shorts. Lyo scoffs, what? Do you have any idea the hell I go through with you? Gallo is almost offended, but Lyo reaches down and feels over Gallo's peck, squeezing once, and Gallo goes dead still. I hate, Lyo hisses, when other people stare at you. You are mine, Gallo. 
throat dry and bizarrely turned on, Gallo rests his hand on Lyo's bare outer thigh and croaks. Yeah. I am. Lyo bites into his bottom lip. They're at a standstill, staring at each other in the silence of his bedroom. Gallo shrugs. I guess I should be honest too. I don't like when people look at you that way. Gallo swallows. When they, when they look at you the way I do. Oh? Lyo's lip twitches into a half smile. His nails skate up Gallo's chest, coming to circle his Adam's apple and back down between his pecs. And how do you look at me? Gallo can feel his heart in his ears. His hands are starting to sweat a little, and he really wants to move Lyo off his crotch before this gets weird. Gallo swallows, and meets Lyo's gaze with a solid answer. Impurely? Yeah? Lyo grins, and it's snake-like and evil. He scooches downwards and ah fuck, more weight presses right down on his cock, and Gallo grinds his teeth through a groan. Lyo slides until they're chest to chest, arms propped up on his collarbone, head only a breath higher than his own. I like when you look at me that way. Gallo brings his hand to Lyo's waist. His grip is so large against him, but it fits so well, right in that divot made for him. You do? Yes, Lyo rasps. It's heavy. I can feel it. He dips his mouth to move against Gallo's, brushing their lips together, like you're touching me. Gallo juts his chin up and kisses him, and Lyo uses his full weight to kiss back. Gallo slides his hand up and fists in the elastic of the hoodie, and Lyo grinds his thigh into Gallo's crotch, and Gallo makes a punched noise into his mouth. Oh fuck Lyo, Gallo flops his head back against the bed. If, if we're just gonna make out, you can't keep doing that. This? Lyo asks innocently, and drives his thigh right against his cock. Gallo hisses, and Lyo bites and tugs on Gallo's lower lip. He pulls back, letting Gallo's lip slide through his teeth. Who says we're just making out? Gallo swallows, mouth dry. Damn. You're okay with that? Are you? Ah, uh, yeah. Gallo draws up a leg in the sheets, grinding back up against Lyo's thigh. Duh. Then yes, Lyo smiles, and is lazy in kissing him again. His mouth is slow, but he shifts his weight and rocks down against Gallo again. And oh, that was not his thigh this time. Shit, Gallo curses. Can I take this off? I've been waiting for you to ask. Gallo helps Lyo sit up and peel off the sweatshirt. He's only wearing those red booty shorts that he sleeps in, and Gallo's mouth waters when he sees how hard he is. I can touch you right? Yes. Hell yeah, Gallo cheers under his breath, and immediately drags his palm up Lyo's chest, down the dip of his stomach, and grinds his hand into Lyo's cock through the fabric. He is so fucking smooth. Lyo makes a pretty sound, rolling his head to one shoulder, and his body is soft and lax, but his eyes are on fire. Come on, Lyo urges, rolling his hips in slow circles. I want your hands on me. Gallo strokes back up his stomach again. He squeezes around Lyo's ribs, so small. And thumbs over Lyo's nipples. He moans airy and light. Aye, Gallo starts. He knows his face is burning, but he meets Lyo's eyes out of stubbornness. You have to show me what to do. I'll show you everything, Lyo burrs, a stake in Gallo's heart. Gallo's breath whooshes out of him, and he digs his thumbs into Lyo's hip bones, and Lyo's cock gives a happy bob against the elastic of his shorts. You're beautiful, Gallo tells him. Get naked, Lyo replies. He rolls off long enough for Gallo to shuck off his sweatpants. Lyo is back on him in a heartbeat, sucking on his lips and mouthing into his jaw and down his throat, and Gallo chokes, stomach flipping as Lyo bites down and sucks. 
Ah. Lyo. You'll be good, Lyo says, not asks. And do what I say. Yes, Gallo breathes. Good. I said get naked. Gallo swallows, and peels off his underwear. He's not like, bashful or nothing, but Lyo's eyes are heavy and hot and he knows Lyo has done this kind of stuff before and, well, he's not nervous, but he just, hopes that he's good enough. Lyo deserves the best, and Gallo wants to give it to him. Holy fucking shit, Lyo breathes. Huh? Oh my god, Lyo continues, pushing his head away with one hand and sitting up to hook a hand around Gallo's thigh and pull. His cock bobs off his stomach, Gallo feels his face heat, and Lyo looks at him like he's done something scandalous. I cannot believe you would hide this from me. WH what? I knew you had a big dick, Lyo tells him, still pushing Gallo's head away when he tries to sit up again. But come on. Lyo, Gallo whines. Stop making fun of me. I'm an, you know what? Shut up. Just shut up, Lyo says, and wraps a hand around the base, and Gallo squirms. His fingers barely touch, and the sight of Lyo's hand around his dick is enough to make him dizzy. Lyo gives him no warning before he's leaning down to suck the head into his mouth. Gallo sighs through his nose, and sparks light up his spine when Lyo swirls his tongue and sucks down halfway. Oh, wow, Gallo breathes. Lyo pulls up, sucks the head and kitten licks, pumping his hand in a practiced rhythm. Yeah, wow, Lyo repeats. Stay still. Okay. Lyo pulls him back into his mouth, and it's at his own pace, and Gallo obediently keeps his hips on the bed. Lyo's mouth is warm and wet and he's slow and tedious, like he's trying to memorize the feel of him. Gallo twitches in his mouth, and cups the back of Lyo's neck gently. It's so much all at once. The velvet of Lyo's tongue, his eyes hazy and cheeks red and his lips stretched obscenely wide. R. Gallo chokes out a noise, and curls his toes when Lyo swirls his tongue again. Ha, Lyo, it, it feels good. Lyo pulls up. His hand slides down to squeeze his balls, and Gallo groans. MMM, like this? Why yeah. Your mouth is, oh. Lyo takes him down as far as he can. More than halfway, enough that Lyo moans a sound around him. Lyo's throat works as he hits his limit, gagging in the most refined way Gallo has ever seen, and Gallo groans right from the chest, loud in the stillness of the room. The room. Gallo's eyes snap open as he feels a tightness in his stomach. Oh shit, Gallo taps his shoulder. Off off off. Lyo pulls away just in time, fingers clamping down tight around the base, and Gallo slams his eyes shut and counts to six. Oh my god, Lyo. Christ, Lyo curses, I want you in me. Is that okay? Yeah, Gallo exhales. He opens his eyes, and the flushed look on Lyo's face punches him in the gut. He tenderly pushes back Lyo's bangs. Fuck yeah. Show me what you want. Lyo leans off the bed and rummages around in the bedside drawer. Do you want to prepare me or watch me do it? I want to do it. Gallo beams. I want to make you feel good. Okay. Let's switch places. Lyo lays down on the bed and kicks away the last of his clothes, and Gallo sits back on his heels. Fuck. Gallo blinks, and Lyo looks up at him through his lashes as he dryly works himself in hand. Here, Lyo pops the cap of the lube and hands it to him. Coat your fingers. Gallo is still trying to process how amazingly hot Lyo's body is. His cock is flushed and pink and disappearing between pale fingers, and Gallo numbly pours lube in his hand. Not too much, Lyo tells. 
he wiggles back to get comfortable, and makes grabby hands to pull Gallo closer. Just add one finger at a time. It's easy. Right, Gallo nods. Lyo parts his thighs, and Gallo clenches his jaw, selfishly running his dry hand up Lyo's inner thigh, and bumping his fingers against Lyo's at the base of his cock. You. Come on, Lyo huffs. He guides Gallo's right hand between his legs, and he coaxes his middle finger against his entrance. Be good and listen to me. Shit, focus. He has to prove himself. Gallo slides in the first finger, and Lyo's entire body jerks. Oh. Too fast? No. Lyo grits, gasping as Gallo pulls back and pushes in. Jesus your fingers are big. Yeah, like that, faster. Lyo teaches and Gallo listens. He adds another, and is completely fascinated with Lyo's body. He takes him in so greedily, receptive to everything Gallo does. Lyo relaxes back and digs his nails into Gallo's thigh, moaning softly. Yes, Lyo sighs. Just like that, baby. You've got it. It doesn't hurt? Gallo scissors his fingers, and Lyo rolls his hips back against him. MMM, it's a good burn. Gallo curiously curls his fingers, and Lyo shouts, hand slamming back up against the headboard. Gallo freezes. WH, are you okay? Uck, Lyo hisses through his teeth. You got it. Wait. That's... Gallo blinks curiously. Lyo's cock is wet, leaking against his stomach and oh. Gallo's forgotten Harden is still very much there. Lyo looks down at him through wide, almost panicked A's. Gee Gallo, now don't. Gallo absolutely curls his fingers again, and Lyo moans loud, back arching off the bed, hand slapping the headboard repeatedly again. Gallo. Oh, that's gorgeous. Amazing, fantastic. There's not enough words for it, nope nope. Gallo grins wide, tongue sticking out through his teeth, and Lyo slaps his leg. Knock it off. It can't feel that good. You'd be surprised, Lyo pants, deep and gravelly and it's another kick in Gallo's stomach. Lyo tugs him by the hair, and Gallo shoves his fingers all the way in as he leans up to kiss him, getting to feel the breathy sound Lyo makes against his mouth. Keep teaching me, Gallo prods. Lyo smirks against the corner of his lips. Let's swap again. I'm going to ride you. Throat tight, Gallo becks him, pulling out his fingers. Ah. S sounds good. Lyo flips them, settling back happily over Gallo's hips. He taps the condom wrapper against Gallo's mouth. Bite, he says, and when Gallo does, he pulls and rips the wrapper. Gallo's chest tightens with nerves as Lyo rolls the condom on him, and slicks him back up with lube. Lyo looks so slender on top of him, his dick so pretty and pink to match the rest of him. Lyo is staring down at Gallo's cock with a firm determination, and Gallo squirms. Lyo looks down at him. Don't be nervous. Do you want to stop? No. No no I, I'm not nervous. It's just, um. Don't hurt yourself. I really don't mind if we just. Do you have any idea who you're talking to? Lyo snaps, sitting up on his knees. Hurt myself. Don't make me laugh. Lyo then begins to lower himself onto Gallo, thighs tense and head tipped back, and Gallo is dumbstruck because he takes him. Deeper and more and more until Lyo is giving small puppy whines, and Gallo is wound so tight he might snap. Oh, Gallo holds him, grips along his hips and helps hold his weight, not that he needs it. You are incredible, s so gorgeous. You're going to burn me, Lyo. Lyo offers a half smile, rolling his head on one shoulder and panting with the effort of staying still. 
I thought firefighters don't get burned. Don't tease me now, Gallo sighs. I feel like I might die. Come on, Lyo teases. He rises up, slick and tight as he rocks back down. Show me that burning soul. A spark ignites in his chest. Gallo plants his feet and snaps up his hips, and Lyo lets out a delighted moan at the strength behind it. Lyo threads their fingers together, and grins at him evilly as he sits up again and begins to bounce. Gallo really, seriously might die. The rhythm part takes some getting used to. Lyo alternates between fast and slow, rolling his hips in circles, taking him to the hilt, pushing off of Gallo's hands and riding him for filth, and Gallo starts to get the hang of it, learning to snap up when Lyo descends, pulling a gravelly moan from Lyo's chest. So big, Lyo gasps, squeezing his sweaty palms. Your he bounces, hair swishing around his face, you're perfect. Gallo digs his teeth into his bottom lip to keep himself from saying something stupid. The room is burning, and they're both sweating, and Gallo's heart is beating so fast it might as well just roll down the street. He can't take his eyes off him, such a beautiful body, so confident and strong and the way Lyo looks at him makes Gallo feel like he's the special one. Gallo loses sense of time, Lyo keeps going and going like an endless supply of power. You feel so good, Lyo continues. You feel so. Gallo can't take it. He needs more, Gallo doesn't even think, he just does. He rolls them over on the bed, holds two of Lyo's wrists in one hand, braces his other against Lyo's slick thigh and slams in, and Lyo tips his head back and wails. Sorry, Gallo tells him, releasing his wrists. Sorry sorry, you're just so. Harder. Lyo demands, and Gallo moans from the feeling of nails in his back. He controls the pace now, completely on autopilot as he chases after the twist in his stomach, thrusting into the slick heat of him. Gallo buries his face in Lyo's neck, working for the pace that'll make Lyo feel the best. He knows it from the fingernails that scratch into his shoulders, Lyo garbles his name in short breathy pants, and Gallo can't even begin to process how sexy it is. Gallo, shit, Gallo. Lyo's back arches off the bed, and his toes curl into Gallo's calves, and he moans into Gallo's shoulder, and Gallo pushes off his forearm to watch Lyo come, and wow. It should probably be weird, but Lyo is stunning to watch. He comes all on his own, shooting up his stomach as he holds on to Gallo for dear life. Gallo slows the pace down when Lyo starts to tremble. Lyo wipes his eyes, and he sighs as he flops his head back against the bed. Damn it. You lasted longer than me. Ha ha, Gallo grins, pecking his mouth. Do I win? You win everything, Lyo mumbles, dazedly staring up at him. His eyes are fogged over, mouth red and puffy, and Gallo's cock throbs from how close he is. Gallo goes to pull out, and Lyo's hand flies to yank him by the hair. Where the hell are you going? Gallo scrunches his eyebrows. I don't want to hurt you, and he needs to come like right the fuck now or he might need to amputate something. You can't hurt me, Lyo glares. I'm the leader of the Mad Burnish. Now fuck me, Gallo. That last shred of common sense is sent right down the garbage disposal. Gallo digs his hand into Lyo's thigh and fucks in brutal, and Lyo squirms back to meet him thrust for thrust, hand bracing up against the headboard so he doesn't get fucked right through it. That's it, he pants. Use me. However you want. I'm your toy, Gallo. I'm yours. He couldn't possibly last any longer. Not if the whole world was depending on it. Gallo's thrusts go short and deep and Gallo curls in on himself, the sound he makes foreign to his own ears. 
Lyo is urging him on, petting across his forehead and saying pretty words that sound like mush. It feels like his whole spine is on fire, and Gallo can only chase after it, shaking when his body throbs. Yes, that's perfect, Gallo, Lyo tells him, stroking his hair. You did so good, just as I told you to. You're incredible. His heart is so loud in his ears. Gallo feels burned everywhere they're touching, but there's no fire to be seen. The room is filled with their labored breathing. Is, is it always like that? Gallo asks, breath shallow. Lyo's fingers leave little sparks where he strokes his face. Why? Was that a decent first time? Gallo laughs, and Lyo smiles up at him, happily meeting his mouth when Gallo leans down to kiss him. It's long and sleepy, and Gallo hums as he pulls back. I'm sticky. Oh, you're sticky? Lyo refuses to get out of bed in the morning. That's okay, because they've got nowhere to be, but Gallo's stomach starts to growl by nine. Tell your body to shut up, Lyo grumbles. He's face first in Gallo's chest, tolerant of Gallo rubbing up and down his back. Gallo knows he secretly likes it, especially when he massages up into the back of his neck. I can't help it. Let's eat something and then we can come right back, promise. I'm not moving, Lyo mumbles. Well stay here then, I'm starving, Gallo yawns. He gently shifts Lyo off of him, and Lyo flinches as his hips are jostled, and Gallo freezes. Damn it Lyo. Did I hurt you? No, Lyo hisses, smooshing his face in the pillows. I'm sore, thanks to your elephant dick. Gallo laughs, and gently prods Lyo onto his back. He sleepily glares up at him, but it's a feeble effort, Gallo is immune to his glares. He gently spreads his thighs and pushes Lyo's shirt up to his chest. There's a little bit of bruising around his hips. S mostly my back, Lyo mumbles. If you fuss over me I'll stab you. I'm not fussing. Gallo leans down and kisses Lyo's stomach. He flinches as he feels pain run down his own spine. Sitting up, Gallo presses a hand to his shoulder, and tries to turn his head to look. Ha ha no way, I think you scratched up my back, babe. Let me see. Gallo turns on the bed, and Lyo sits up off one arm to run his other hand over the cat scratches. MMM, that's hot. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna make breakfast, and then you're gonna teach me how to blow you. Deal, Lyo flops back on the bed. I want pancakes. I don't think you're in any place to be demanding things. Lyo glares at him again, I know that one makes Gallo feel things. He laughs as he gets out of bed, imaginary fire at his heels. Okay okay. Pancakes it is. Gallo is nervous the first time they pilot De Lucy. But there's something familiar about the sink, like reaching in and becoming whole again. He never forgot what it was like to fuse together and punch the world into an explosion of flames. That's not what happened, Gallo. Yes it is. Dash. But being in the sink, piloting a robot not as two separate beings, but as one mind, it's a high you can't get anywhere else. This time I agree with you. This time? I always make perfect sense, thank you. Maybe. There's a skyscraper on fire, and the Delucy scales it like it's nothing. Gallo likes working in the field with Lyo. Likes feeling him close, likes knowing that he can protect him. I'm the one protecting you. Hee <laughs> hee, maybe. Gallo sees them as equals. Maybe that's why they sink so well. Yes, baby. Focus. The room explodes in a blaze of glory, and Gallo smiles from the feeling of heat on his skin. Hey, has anybody seen? Wait, what is going on here? Lyo stops, shoes squeaking on the floor. Hey boss, 
Maze waves. Your boyfriend has like, so many hidden talents, Guerra says. I'm kind of jealous. Ready, and Remy tosses a grape across the room, and Gallo jumps up to catch it in his mouth. Tada. He's like a dog. Yeah, but a good one. Dumbass, all dogs are good dogs. Hey Leo. Gallo smiles, ignoring whatever argument is happening. Lyo waves, and then turns back to Maze. Gallo is momentarily distracted by Lyo's butt in those little black pants, and almost misses the other grape Remy tosses him. All right, let's go for a three-pointer, Varys says. This one's for all the marbles. Wait, nobody said I was gonna win marbles. Oh my god, just, Remy throws another grape, Gallo takes a running jump, and tuck and rolls when he catches it in his mouth. So this is where everyone's been, Lyo folds his arms. Throwing food at my boyfriend. We call that downtime around here, Varys says. Catch this, Guerra calls, and Gallo jumps up and catches it all the way across the room. Hey, it was a close one. His friends clap, and Gallo grins, validated. Do you want to try? Maze holds up a bowl of grapes. I can catch anything. Gallo boasts. Lyo's demeanor is cool and indifferent, and his tone is honey deep when he says. I don't have to throw food to make Gallo jump for me. Various wolf whistles, Gallo flushes all the way down to his feet, and Lyo drags Guerra and Maze out of the room to discuss whatever it was he came here for. Well fuck me, Remy says. Gallo scratches the back of his neck. Yeah. Gallo finds him in the garage later. He lifts Lyo off his feet, preening at how easily Lyo folds around him, tipping his head to meet Gallo halfway. Lyo is a perfect weight in his arms, and he directs the kiss at his own leisure, and Gallo swallows him up happily. Yeah. If Lyo says jump, he'll jump. But if Gallo says come, Lyo will come. It goes both ways. You're an idiot, Lyo tells him. Sorry, Gallo shrugs, and Lyo pinches his nose. Gallo chokes and Lyo eventually lets go to resume stroking through his hair. Gallo closes his eyes because it feels nice. Lyo's nails scratch along his shaved side in meticulous circles, and it distracts from the pain in his leg. Why can't you learn how to dodge? I've already told you, Gallo hums. My motto is grin and bear it. Lyo frowns at him. Gallo's eyes are closed, but he can hear it in Lyo's voice. I don't like when you get hurt. His tone is honest, and it pulls at Gallo's heart. He opens his eyes and says more sincere this time. I'm sorry. Lyo pets across Gallo's forehead. His fingers drag feather light over his cheeks, and he taps Gallo's mouth once. One more time? Ha ha, I'm sorry. Okay, Lyo smiles. I forgive you. He bends over his lap to peck Gallo's mouth. Don't do it again. This is rich, coming from you. Gallo. I'm just saying dash ow ow ow, okay. I pinky promise. Hope to die? Yes. Good, Lyo says. Because otherwise you will. Gallo giggles at the serious look on Lyo's face, and Lyo cracks a hand down against his belly with a painless slap, and Gallo laughs even more. His heart is so full, it feels like it might burst. Hey, Gallo says, bringing up a hand to cup Lyo's cheek. Can I tell you something? Lyo's eyes are so beautiful when they soften like that. Yes. I love you, Gallo says. Lyo stares down at him. He's very, very good at that poker face, and Gallo waits patiently as Lyo does nothing but gawk. His mouth is a firm line, and his eyes burn holes. Gallo bites his lip and drags his thumb across Lyo's cheek. 
Gallo would never take the words back, even if Lyo got mad at him for it. It's the truth. Lyo's throat bobs. Jerk, Lyo eventually says. I wanted to tell you first. Gallo beams, just utterly explodes with light, and Lyo snatches his palm and kisses it. It's amazing how much his apartment has changed because of Lyo. It's unnoticeable to the naked eye, but it's a world of a difference to Gallo. Shoes at the door, black clothes crammed in the closet, the never-ending waterfall of paperwork on the kitchen table, the coffee pot and the earrings pulled on his bedside table and the fruity shampoo that shows up in his shower and that little purple toothbrush that sits next to his own. It's their apartment. There's. Gallo likes that word. He never thought of himself as lonely before, but Lyo brings a new purpose to his life that he didn't know he could have. Gallo does not think of Cray anymore. Hey, Lyo kisses him. Stay with me baby. I'm here, Gallo sighs, tipping his head so Lyo can access his neck. Fuck, I'm here. Lyo has been edging him for the better part of half an hour. Gallo's knees are rug burned from blowing him in the living room, and Lyo dragged him to the bed and settled at his side. They've been kissing for a long time, Lyo's hand is slick with lube, and Gallo's stomach clenches whenever he looks down to watch his cock get worked over with smooth fingers. He tenses when he's close, and Lyo stops, squeezing at the base again, and Gallo drops his head back with a sigh. Are you mad at me yet? Lyo teases, but there's a genuine note in his tone. Like he'd stop if Gallo asked. You can do anything to me, Gallo tells him. Lyo's eyes widen, cat-like. He hums happily, and noses up into Gallo's neck. He slides his hand up slow, and thumbs across Gallo's cock. And he's so hard, so so hard, but he won't come until Lyo tells him to. I love you so much, Lyo sighs. Gallo smiles, and Lyo drops his head back on Gallo's shoulder. I love you thn, Gallo moans, twitching as Lyo squeezes him tight. His fingers are slippery, and his tight grip turns gentle, curling down to his balls and drawing circles with his fingertips. Lyo's voice is soft and curious. Gallo. Why yeah? Lyo's fingers dip down further, nudging apart Gallo's thighs, and it's like ice shooting right in his veins. Gallo's eyes snap open, and his breath catches in his throat. Lyo deliberately runs a slick finger against his ass, and from the position they're in, it's almost like Lyo is doing it to himself. Have you ever touched yourself here? Gallo's brain turns off. It takes a moment to complete the reboot, and Gallo blinks rapidly, face hot. Um. Lyo rubs the pad of his finger up against him, and Gallo is shocked by how fast his heart skyrockets. His cock throbs off his stomach, thighs parting wider. No, Gallo rasps. Lyo asks, tone flat like they're discussing the weather, can I? Yes, Gallo answers too fast. He clears his throat, I said anything, right? Lyo looks up at him and smiles. Yeah. His head flops back down against Gallo's chest, Lyo's index finger presses into the third knuckle, and Gallo almost bites off his tongue. Shit. Gallo curses. Ah, he definitely wasn't expecting it to be that easy. Lyo pulls out and pushes back in, and Gallo stops breathing. Relax. Are you okay? I'm great. He squeaks. Does it feel weird? Why yeah. It's, I don't really see how this is supposed to feel good. Be patient, Lyo mumbles. He adds his ring finger and there Gallo feels a burn, but definitely nothing he can't handle. He forces himself to relax. Gallo chooses to gaze up at the ceiling rather than Lyo's hand between his legs, fuck. That's it. Lyo tells him. 
So glad you're letting me do this. Gonna make you feel so good, he spreads his fingers, scissors them and curls, and Gallo chokes a little. You're easy, Gallo. Don't be mean. His fingers curl again, and Gallo chews into his bottom lip. Lyo tips his head to kiss his back before sitting up. I can't reach like this. Flip over. Gallo's face heats. Um, are you? Trust me? Lyo bats his eyelashes and come on, Gallo can't say no to that. He rolls over with bated breath, and goosebumps roll down his spine as Lyo presses his hand flat against his lower back. Damn, I'm going to get hard again. You're so pretty, Lyo sighs. Gallo gets comfortable, shoving a pillow under his head and hugging it. No, you are. You're going to come without touching yourself, Lyo tells. Gallo swallows. He can feel his heart in his mouth, he blurts without thinking. Yeah? You gonna make me? A beat. Lyo grabs his ass and squeezes. Gallo gasps, and Lyo presses his thumb against his rim and presses in. I sure am, Lyo says. And you'll never forget it. Gallo sighs as Lyo pulls his thumb out and curls his index and ring finger in instead. It's wet with more lube, and Gallo squeezes his eyes shut because it's different now. Lyo's fingers feel longer with the new angle, but Gallo now feels twice as exposed. Lyo rubs his free hand up his back comfortingly, and fingers him with a rhythm that actually, er, uh, starts to feel really good. The nerves are twisting into something else, arousal in his stomach that has him arch back against Lyo's hand. Gallo gets lost in it. Lyo fingers the fuck out to him, and Gallo takes it, drooling into the pillow. Yes, Lyo purrs. Oh Gallo, baby. I am about to introduce you to your new best friend. Gallo, momentarily distracted by the heat of Lyo's hands, takes too long to process what he's saying. MMM? Lyo pulls his fingers all the way out, slowly scissors him, and then twists them at an angle as Lyo decides to take a bite out of his askeek. Gallo can only accurately describe the feeling as, dying. He can't tell you what sound he makes, because he momentarily blacks out. Electrocuted, Gallo probably screams. When he does blink away the dark spots, Lyo is laughing above him, and Gallo is sticky. Oh my god, Gallo breathes. Lyo isn't just laughing, he's cackling. He rolls Gallo back over, who goes like a log, because seriously, Gallo is still trying to get the tingly feeling to go away, and Lyo sits right on his thighs and beams. That is what it feels like. Holy shit, Gallo furrows his eyebrows and looks up at Lyo with concern. I'm so sorry. He will never doubt Lyo again. Ever. You really came, Lyo observes, dragging a sticky hand up his stomach with glee. I'm so spoiled. I think I just died. Yeah, it's intense. Maybe you'll be a little nicer the next time you bend me over the counter. You don't want me to be nice, Gallo grins sleepily. Lyo gives him an unreadable look, it's almost proud. Gallo lets out a breath, the throbbing beginning to ebb. The post-orgasm haze is warm and he can't bring himself to feel an ounce of shame. He notices that Lyo is hard again, and smirks back up at him. Already? Lyo rolls his eyes. Yeah, I'm into you busting over my fingers. Get over it. Gallo holds Lyo by the thighs and laughs. He's biting his tongue in concentration, trying to remember what Varys told him about measurements and butter and paying attention, which is ironic because... Well, Gallo wasn't really paying attention when Varys told him but hey the food always turns out fine in the end. He takes a whole stick of butter and plops it in a cup. That should do it. Cooking helps him take his mind off things. 
It's been a good substitute for running up to the woods whenever someone rubs him wrong. Lyo has decided to hold himself up in the bedroom all day, and if that's his way of coping with stuff, then Gallo won't bug him. Hopefully he'll come out for food. Gallo doesn't hear the bedroom door open, but he does feel arms wrap around him from behind. He pauses while opening the microwave door, Lyo nussles into his back, and Gallo resumes setting the cup in the microwave and punching in the time. Did you take a nap? No, Lyo speaks into his shirt. I can't sleep without you. Right. Sorry. Gallo doesn't know what else to say. The microwave beeps, and he pulls out the cup. Gallo? Lyo's tone draws his full attention. Yeah? Why do you love me? The question throws him off guard. It's seemingly random, but Gallo perks up the more the thinks about it. Well, lots of reasons. Gallo chirps. Lyo's arms tighten around him, so Gallo covers one of his hands and threads their fingers together. You're like, wicked strong and super hot Lyo sighs, but Gallo keeps going, and you're always looking out for your own, and you're willing to run yourself into the ground if it means saving a life and I respect people like that, hardcore. Gallo smiles. I don't know. There's so much. You have tiny cat sneezes and you double knot your shoelaces. Do I need to go on? I'm not a good person, Gallo, Lyo says. Gallo scowls. Lyo isn't the insecure type. Gallo racks around his brain, and then scoffs. Is this about what that stupid reporter wrote? Gallo. I meant what I said. Gallo turns around, leaning on the counter so he can clap Lyo's face in his hands or else I wouldn't have said it. The media has been up their butt since the elections started. Apparently being saviors of the world isn't enough good press to stave off the ex-burnished smear campaigns. Gallo likes to stay out of it, but when a reporter asked how he felt about working alongside Lyo, he answered honestly. Well, I love him. That started a shitstorm Gallo wasn't really anticipating. Lyo's been getting the worst of it, and Gallo still feels guilty, but what? He was supposed to lie. I've done bad things, Lyo tells him. We've all done bad things. Not you, Lyo frowns. You're, you're selfless and, and bright in a way I'm not. Gallo pinches his cheek, and Lyo yips. Seriously. This is coming from the guy who works every day and night too. I care about my people, Lyo says. I don't care about everyone. Yes you do, stop lying to yourself, Gallo snaps, and Lyo freezes. I'm not hearing it anymore. I watched you carry three people out of a house of fire last week, and then you went back in for more. Only because you did. I was following you, Gallo says, smoothing over the red mark he pinched on Lyo's cheek. I've just been following you. Lyo's eyes shine over. Gallo tucks him into his chest and hugs him tight. People are talking so terribly about you out there, Lyo mumbles. Me? I don't care about any of that. I care. They don't deserve to have your name in their mouths, Lyo hisses. Gallo smooths down his bedhead and holds him close. I wish they'd just keep it about me without dragging you into it. Lyo. Gallo lets out a hard breath, and tries to sort out the words. We're a team now. But. And it's gonna be like this for a long time, Gallo continues. Look I, I don't plan on going nowhere. I'm gonna keep putting out fires and I'm gonna keep sleeping next to you and and one day I'm gonna ask you to marry me, and the paps will get ten times worse but I don't care about that stuff. I care about my friends and my job and I care about you. Lyo leans back to look at him, and he's crying. He's a pretty crier. Gallo feels a bit raw, but no more than Lyo appears to be. 
Gallo will always find him utterly gorgeous. You would marry me? Lyo asks. Gallo blinks at him. Well, duh. Lyo yanks his head down by the back of the neck and bonks their foreheads together. Gallo winces a little, but peers open a night to meet Lyo's watery pink ones. I would marry you too, Lyo says outright. Gallo grins, even after this mess I made? We made it together, Lyo mumbles, and tips his head right to kiss him.